most complete guaranteed pest service in the industry. 864-233-2847. Fried chicken, just like Mama makes. Seafood, platters, and fresh fried oysters, not to mention our famous lizard dinner. No kidding. Who serves up all this deliciousness? The Chicken Basket. That's who. 226-3242. Highway 24, Anderson. Whether you're a business owner, single investor, or retiree, financial advisor Greg Wales of Kiowa Financial is here to help you plan for your future as your personal financial engineer. Greg uses cutting-edge financial technology to create a meticulous plan that helps you achieve your current investment and financial goals. Schedule your free consultation by calling Greg at 654-5043 or visit Kiowa Financial, located next to Max Drive-In on Pendleton Road in Clemson. Securities and advisory services offered through the Strategic Financial Alliance Incorporated, otherwise unaffiliated with Kiowa Financial. Edwards Ford in Mahala does things different, and that includes the ultimate customer experience. Edwards Ford has recently launched the Edwards Car Care Club, which includes exclusive perks like a free lifetime powertrain warranty on any new vehicle purchase, free vehicle delivery within 150 miles of their dealership, free first-year maintenance, and even a no-questions-asked three-day exchange policy. Visit Edwards Auto now and experience the difference. 3440 Blue Ridge Boulevard in Mahala and online at edwardsfordllc.com. It's time for the Mark Childress Show on 105.5 The Roar. Sports from a different angle with national guests and exclusive player and coach interviews. And now, Mark Childress. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Mark Childress Show here on Monday, September the 20th, Season 3 of the show, Episode 62 of the show. How the heck are you? Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Phone lines will be open for the majority of the next hour. You know the Vi you know the Vibe Broadband phone line number. I know you do by now. 864-654-7627. It's one of those I can recite in my sleep, I think. You're welcome to jump in here in the first segment on the Vibe Broadband phone lines. If you want to talk Clemson football, that's probably what I'll be talking about for the majority of segment number one. Then I'm really excited. 725 from TigerNet, David Hood, scheduled to join. Man, David's just written so many good articles since the game on Saturday. The weird game on Saturday. I'll have him here at 725 to chat about that. And then the final segment, we'll have the phone lines back open. And uh, you can call then. We'll be talking about that. I want to talk about a little bit of Braves and Ryder Cup as well. And then, of course, at 8 o'clock, it's Tiger Calls with, uh, with Dabo and Don Munson. And it's fast becoming like my favorite show of the week. You get nuggets from Dabo every single time on the show. So you're going to learn something about Clemson football that you didn't know already, or he's going to talk about one of the players. He's given injury status reports before that were uh, kind of caught us off guard. He tells stories. You definitely want to check that out at 8 o'clock tonight. That is uh, a good one. So I will take you right up to Tiger Calls. I'll hand it over to Dabo and Don to continue to go from there. All right, uh, let's start tonight talking about... Saturday night and everything that we saw in Death Valley. First of all, who stayed? Who stayed to the very end? How many of you actually made it to the end of my show? Or into, well, hopefully you all make it to the end of my show. Made it to the end of the game. Did you stay? I was a little bit, I don't really hear anybody talking about this today, um, but I wanted to talk about it. 
I was a little bit disappointed that with the really long delay in with the weather, what was it, an hour and 52 minutes at the end of it? With the hour and 52 minute delay, what percentage of fans do you think came back in? It, it had to be less than 50%, right? It really felt like a game from last season with the COVID season, with the limited seating. It felt like that from a noise perspective, maybe a little bit louder than some of the games last season. But I was a little bit disappointed that so many people did not come back in uh, to the stadium for the game and for the last part of the game. So Georgia Tech had to have, what, 75, not 75. When you're a 29-point underdog, you have to have a lot of things go right for you to have a chance to win the game. And in a game like that, you really need to have like 8, 10, 12 things snowball on top of one another, right? You need to do all of those things, and you've got to hit on every single one of them if you want to have a chance to win. So Georgia Tech hit on a lot of those, and some of them were out of their control. Just one of those days kind of weird things, right? And the biggest part of that was the weather delay because it gave them a chance to rest. Again, when you look at the talent difference between Clemson and Georgia Tech, it's significant. So Clemson beats a lot of their opponents by wearing them down. And by the time they get to the fourth quarter, they're not as deep. Clemson is deep. They've been playing a bunch of people the whole game. Suddenly your starters are in in the fourth quarter and the starters for the other team are completely gassed. It almost made it two separate games. So I felt like it benefited Georgia Tech significantly. And I'm not making excuses here. I'm just talking through the game. Okay. I felt like it benefited Georgia Tech significantly that they got that two-hour break to rest up, and it took away one of those advantages. And again, when I'm talking about the eight or ten things that needs to go right for them to be able to win the game, that is what I'm talking about. That's one of those really random things that helped them a lot. Clemson could not wear them down because they got to go in and rest a lot. I think that's super important. Also, what did the weather delay do? As I was saying just a second ago. Took the crowd out of the game. And again, the people who stayed, I stayed. Hopefully if you did, awesome. The people who stayed sounded great. Lots to be thankful for. You made a lot of noise. It wasn't as loud as it would have been without the weather delay and still 75, 80,000 fans in Death Valley. That's another thing that benefited Georgia Tech. So Georgia Tech came out with a great scheme. Clemson offense did not play very well. And then you start factoring in the weirdness. This is easily, not even close, it's easily the weirdest game that I've ever attended in college football. Not just a Clemson college football period. Never attended a stranger one than the one we had on Saturday. Maybe I've seen a weirder one on TV, but to be there for five plus hours and witness it all in person, definitely the strangest. And all of that, I feel like, benefited Georgia Tech. Then you add in a couple of more things. One... Let's add in the reviews. It felt like there were seven different reviews during the game. And again, in a game where you want, if you're Clemson, you want to be able to get in a flow, get in a rhythm, wear the other team down, you know, try to get some momentum and keep it. It was all stops and starts and stops and starts and stops and starts. And I feel like that that, did not help Clemson at all. And again, I'm not making any excuses here. I'm just talking through all the weirdness, and then I'll tell you what I think about the game. Okay? So you throw in the reviews. You throw in the sloppy play. We didn't have just one. We had two players ejected. 
There were a bunch of penalties. We had the safety at the end of the game. Are you kidding me with all that happened there? And on one of the reviews, and I was eating dinner. I ate really early because I had to get over here to the studio, do the show. So I'm eating dinner like 5.15 tonight. And Clemson, Georgia Tech is on again. It's on one of the ESPN channels. And I was watching the fourth quarter. One of the reviews was with about five minutes and 30 seconds left in the game. Georgia Tech had a fourth down play. The quarterback, Yates, dropped the snap. It kind of went off to the side, and he dropped it, and he picked it up and kind of ran around for his life, fires the pass to the tight end over by the sidelines. You could clearly see in one of the review angles that the ball went right between his arms, hit the ground, was literally sitting on the ground. They went and reviewed that. They did not overturn it. That's all we would be talking about today if Georgia Tech would have come back and won this game. Just a horrible miss by the refs. Weirdness all around. Clemson escapes 14-8. to eight. A strange one, to say the least. My thoughts on the offense, and again, I'm not making excuses here, and this is why, this is legitimately why I wanted David Hood to come in, and he'll be in here in about 10-plus minutes from TigerNet, because I feel like he comes with a very smart, educated, and non-emotional take, and that's what I'm trying to have here as well, Right? Clemson replacing so many players on offense. So many players. And I think I heard Kelly Gramlich talking about this earlier today. I believe as Clemson fans, you replaced perhaps the greatest running back in ACC history in Travis Etienne and one of the best quarterbacks in ACC history in Trevor Lawrence, number one draft pick. You take those two guys out of the offense and you've got to expect things to change a little bit. Right, And again, I'm not excuse-making. I'm just walking through my thought processes around the game on, on Saturday and what might be wrong with the offense, right? So I think we underestimated the impact of losing those guys. And again, you take Cornell Powell, you take Amari Rogers. That's really the three targets that DJ would have worked with last season. He had two good games last season when he played. And I think those guys... Might have helped cover up a few other things. So he hasn't been able to get in the groove with these guys like the ones from last year that he missed. Then you throw in the offensive line's been struggling. The wide receivers have been struggling. DJ's been struggling. Shipley, really the lone bright spot. But he fumbled, right? I mean, Shipley, in the most important play of the game, essentially, at the very end, fumbled on the one-yard line. That ball could have bounced the other direction. Georgia Tech could have jumped on it. Clemson could have lost the game from that mistake. So Shipley's been great. But again, remember, he's a true freshman. True freshman. He's been really, to me, the lone bright spot on offense. We've seen some flashes from Ngata. We've seen some flashes from Ross. Overall, it's just super frustrating. Super frustrating. And very difficult and very complicated. Here's some stats that I saw from earlier today. And... If you don't like hearing stats that are, that are negative about Clemson, then get away from your radio right now, right? It's a problem. So through three weeks, Clemson is dead last in yards per play and dead last in total offense in the entire ACC. And this includes some really bad teams. Duke is a really bad football team, folks. They are. 
There's a number of teams that are not going to win a lot of games this year. I don't think Georgia Tech's going to win a lot of games this year. Clemson is behind all of these teams in yards per play and in total offense. David Hale from ESPN had these stats today. In two games versus FBS competition, Clemson has zero TD passes, seven sacks allowed, only two completions of 20-plus yards, and is averaging just 3.7 yards per drop back. That stat is the second worst of any team in Power 5 in the entire country. Only Colorado is worse. Clemson is averaging 4.9 air yards per throw. Only Utah, Vanderbilt, and Colorado are lower. That's bad. It continues. Nearly one-third of the passes that Clemson has thrown this season have been at or behind the line of scrimmage. Just 26% have been over 10 yards down the field. And that's about 10% less than we've seen in past seasons. On throws of 11-plus yards, Clemson is completing just 31% and averaging 6.7 yards per attempt. Only Indiana, Colorado, and Vanderbilt are worse among Power 5. These are some bad statistics, all right? What about the running game? At least the running game has shown some flashes, right? Clemson has had just three runs of more than 10 yards. They have yet to have a run more than 15 yards. Two of those runs, by the way, of more than 10 yards were in that final scoring drive against Georgia Tech. You remember it was third and I think 13, and DJ put his head down, fought through the last uh, you know, defensive back, and kind of dove and got the first down. Very next play, Will Shipley got a handoff, and I think he picked up 12. Those are two of the three longest runs of the season of the first three games for the Tigers. Clemson is averaging 1.33 yards per rush before contact. That's 104th in college football, in Power 5. You cannot play offense in a box, is what he says, and that seems to be what is happening this year. A couple of more stats here before we head out to break. Larry Williams did a little research. Clemson's point total versus Georgia Tech in Georgia, just 17 total points, is the lowest in successive FBS games since 1996, when the Tigers scored just three versus FSU and then 13 a week later against Duke. From Kelly Gramlich, Clemson is currently a 10-point favorite at NC State. The last time Clemson was only a 10-point favorite in ACC play, not counting Notre Dame from last season, was when they played at NC State in 2017. They were a 10-point favorite. Last time Clemson was a single-digit favorite in ACC play was in 2017 where they took on um, Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. That was the game where Kelly Bryant was the QB. They just smashed VT up there. It was a really good one. And then one more final stat for Manahickey. Only seven of 130 FBS teams have less than 20-plus yard plays on the season than Clemson. Clemson only has eight. Numbers don't lie. Numbers are bad. And that's not good at all. It's not. So I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy, if you listen to my show at all. And I'm still positive. The good news is, is that Clemson found a way to win the game against Georgia Tech, even when they did not play well. And it reminded me of something that Tiger Woods said, man, this was probably 12, 13 years ago. Tiger Woods won a golf tournament, and in his post-game presser, he said, I didn't have my A game today. Now, that caused a big kerfuffle, kerfuffle with uh, 
a lot of guys on tour who were upset where Tiger was basically saying, hey, I still won and I didn't play very well. But I think it's a good point to make, right? Clemson did win this football game, even though they played really poorly, even though a lot of the weirdness with the weather delays, some of the calls not going their way, a couple of turnovers and mistakes, all of that stuff added up. Clemson still found a way to get a win. So Tigers need to continue to build, continue to find a way to get W's in the win column until they can fix this offense. And I still think they can. I think Tony Elliott... His offensive staff, Dabo, you heard some of the press uh, conferences today. If you didn't hear Bockhorst today, and I know David Hood's going to talk about this because he wrote an article on it. If you didn't hear Bockhorst today, I think the offensive line's a little bit embarrassed, a little bit angry, a little bit fired up. I think all of these are good things that could lead to more positive things for the Tigers down the road. All right, let's take ourselves a break here. Coming up after the break from Tiger Nets. He's written a bunch of great articles. He's doing a fantastic job. Mr. David Hood will be joining us. This is the Mark Childress Show. Granger Nissan of Anderson is not only home of the lifetime warranty, but the winner of the Nissan Award of Excellence for three years in a row. Granger Nissan is here to serve the upstate with excellent service and competitive pricing. With the largest selections of Nissans in the upstate, Granger Nissan is sure to have what you need in stock and ready to drive off the lot today. Granger Nissan of Anderson at 3510 Clemson Boulevard, only 25 miles from Greenville, and always online at GrangerDissonOfAnderson.com. No one plans a plumbing problem. Lucky for you, Roto-Rooter is there 24-7, 365, just like they have been for over 30 years. Locally owned by proud Clemson alumni, they'll handle anything. Plumbing inside or out, home or business, from sinks to disposals to septic tanks. They are the experts. Serving the upstate and western North Carolina. Call 288-7686 or online at rotorooter.com. Call Roto Rooter, that's the name. And the weight troubles down the drain. I'm Dr. Frank Armacita, orthopedic surgeon with the Surgery Center at Pelham. I grew up in Clemson and graduated from Clemson University. I have witnessed great teamwork on the field, court, and diamond, and I am part of a great team at the Surgery Center at Pelham. Our goal is to end your joint pain, and I believe our team at the Surgery Center at Pelham can make a difference in your life. Our outpatient total joint replacement program is a game changer for orthopedics, and it transforms your experience with us as a patient. You'll be walking out the very same day. Learn more online at surgerycenteratpelham.com. It says a lot when the same guy has been running the service department at George Coleman Ford for nearly 30 years. Kurt Shockley oversees a team that takes care of any maker model. They offer free pickup and delivery to service your vehicle, and there are no hidden fees. Plus, the service department's open Saturdays until 1. And you want to know a secret? They're about to begin changes that will take them into the next millennium. Call the George Coleman Ford Service Department at 834-6080. You'll thank me later. If you've got unwanted visitors in your home or business, Clark's Termite and Pest Control stops them dead. We are talking about termites, mosquitoes, mice and rats, bed bugs, fire ants and all those other critters that just won't leave. Alongside delivering outstanding results, we make the process simple and stress-free. And that begins with you getting a free estimate. Call us at 864-233-2847 or visit us at clarkspests.com. That's clarkspests.com for your free quotes today. 
You talk about lip smacking, finger licking homemade fried chicken. I'm talking about the chicken basket on Highway 24 in Anderson. Delicious fish and oysters as well. Plus catering for any party. Call them now at 226-3242. Times are tough and with uncertainty comes fear of the unknown. Whether you're a business owner, single investor, or retiree, KOE Financial in Clemson is here to help alleviate your worries with guided financial advising services that are thorough, educational, and consistent. Plan for your future through investments, insurance options, and financial planning services to help you fulfill your most valued goals. Schedule your free consultation at 654-5043. Securities and advisory services offered through the Strategic Financial Alliance Incorporated, otherwise unaffiliated with KOE Financial. Edwards Ford in Wahala wants to invite you to check out their inventory, chat with a service technician, or do a free trade-in evaluation on your current vehicle. Edwards Ford's number one priority is top customer satisfaction and honesty. Edwards Ford offers big store expertise with mom-and-pop values, doing business the right way. For over 60 years, shop for your next new or pre-owned vehicle at Edwards Ford and experience the difference. 3440 Blue Ridge Boulevard in Wahala and online at edwardsfordllc.com. Rely on the professionals at EnviroMulch for any outdoor project. Even when it's hot outside, EnviroMulch has the right products to protect your plants and help them retain moisture. This enhances your home and saves you money. Order online at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Back to school can be a time of high anxiety for parents, students, and teachers. CBD has been shown to help fight anxiety the natural way. And with a variety of options, the professionals at Upstate Hemp will help find a product that is right for you and your specific needs. Upstate Hemp also offers an everyday discount to all students and teachers. Visit them today at 225 South Pendleton Street in Easley and check out their Facebook page at Upstate Hemp for product information, special deals, hemp education, and more. Hi, this is Jeff with the Pound Cake Man in Clemson. Now that school is back in session, it's time to get ready for fall sports and tailgating. And the perfect ending for your meal is a tasty made-from-scratch pound cake from the Pound Cake Man. We've got over 80 different flavors to choose from in whole cakes or cupcakes, regular, gluten-free, or dairy-free. We also offer free delivery anywhere in the Clemson area so we can surprise a student or office on a special occasion. Check out our bakery on Old Greenville Highway in Clemson or our website, lbcakes.com. Order online or give us a call. The Pound Cake Man, just delicious. You're listening to 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar. He can absolutely move in a different direction quickly without warning. Where every day is game day. Welcome back into the Mark Childress Show, hanging out with you until 8 o'clock, and then I will give way to Dabo and Don, Tiger Calls, which again is fast becoming one of my favorite shows on the roar. You always hear something great from Dabo. It's either a great story from Dabo or an anecdote, player updates, things like that. That'll be coming up at 8 o'clock. All right, super pumped to have my friend David Hood from TigerNet jumping on with me for a few minutes. David, how's your day going? Uh, you know what? It's a typical football Monday, and I'm not going to complain. Well, David, I think some of the articles that you've written um, from right after the game on Saturday up through, you know, even this afternoon, writing about Matt, uh, Bach Horse and things like that, um, it's been a nice calming influence, and that's really one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you on. There's been so much negativity today, so much hand-wringing, nail-biting, especially callers calling into the shows and things like that. I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy. Where's your head at on everything right now when it comes to the Clemson offense? 
Yeah, I mean, look, you you, you have to, to to call it like it is. You they're they're struggling. Uh, the numbers bear it out. Watching what you watched Saturday bears that out. Yeah, you know, it's it's not in a good place right now, and there are multiple issues across all fronts. Uh, you know, where I try to calm everybody down is Debo Sweeney's not going to fire Tony Elliott. You know, Saturday night he's not going to fire him <laughs> this week. He's not going to relieve him of playing duties. Uh, you know, DJ Uyangalale is not going to be taken out and summarily executed and the body paraded down College Avenue uh, for the fans to throw gasoline on. Uh, you know, the, the offensive line is not going to be shipped off to Siberia. You know, you, you've got what you've got, and, and you got to work with it. And, you know, kind of in some conversations with one coach late, you know, Sunday, it, it was like, hey, we, we've got to get better. Um, we're going to get better. Uh, it's just going to take a little bit of time. There's a lot of young moving parts with the with the offense, and so you know you can scream about it all you want. You can hand ring, but it, it is what it is right now, and you just kind of have to be patient. And uh, you know, if you're a Clemson fan, you hope that they put together a, a little bit better showing on uh, Saturday afternoon in Raleigh. Continuing on with David Hood from TigerNet, uh, you know, David, I, I compared it a little bit to uh, there was a quote that Tiger Woods had like 12, 13 years ago after he won a tournament. And he said, I didn't have my A game today. And he still won. Right. And that really irritated a lot of the, the PGA Tour players because they were like, hey, Tiger's talking down to us. Right. Saying I didn't play well, but still won. That kind of reminds me a little bit about what's going on with the Tigers right now. Right. They didn't play all that great on Saturday, but they still won. And if they can figure out a way to keep winning ugly until they write the ship, isn't that still okay? Yeah, you know, because you 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 have to hope that you keep winning while things continue to, to gel. And there's nobody that they shouldn't beat, even as bad as it, uh, you know, is right now. It's, you still should beat everybody. You should still beat NC State, uh, even in Raleigh. You know, it's really funny. I asked about, um, I asked Tony Elliott today. I said, one of, it kind of reminds me a little bit uh I have a I have a long memory, you know, and I go back and uh, I remember Deshaun Watson and the way that he played when Clemson won at Louisville, uh, twenty to seventeen back in I think it was twenty fifteen, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, you know what's going on with the offense? Why is it so bad? Uh, why why you know why can't we do this on the road? Watson's thrown two interceptions. Uh, he, he just didn't play well. Dabo said he played well." You know, and and I think that Deshaun Watson cat turned out to be okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> I had lots of people who were like, oh, you know, let's get the backup quarter. You know, you should have taken him off the field. Now, look, uh, DJ is struggling. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Uh, some of his problems are mechanical. I think some of it's that he just doesn't trust what he's seeing right now. Some of it goes to the offensive line. Some of it goes to the wide receivers. You know, but you're talking to, to everybody today. We were over there to, at the football facility, and, you know, it's like, hey, it, it was a very limited game. It was almost a Paul Johnson kind of a game. Just eight possessions. That's it. You're used to getting 12 to 14 a game. So you scored on two of them. Another one, DJ fumbled because he had the ball in his right hand instead of his left, struggling for yards. That's correctable uh, on the fourth down play. You know, an offensive lineman didn't fit it tight enough. That probably was going to be a long game. They feel like there's things there that are that are correctable and that the explosive plays are going to come. And, uh, you know, I don't think that they are as down on themselves as everybody else is down on them. 
continuing on with David Hood from TigerNet. And David, I was going to ask you about that, right? I mean, I liked some of the emotion that we saw in the fourth quarter. You saw DJ after his big run for a first down on like third and 13. We saw Justin Ross at one point kind of, you know, getting super pumped after a catch. Uh, I started to see some of that on the field and feeling like, hey, these guys are kind of starting to get angry now and it's starting to come out. And these are the type of things that I feel like build the chemistry and can take you to the next level. Some of that, it appears, kind of spilled over into some of the press conference today, especially with Bockhorst. And I loved what I heard. Yeah, it, it's so funny because, uh, boy, people are absolutely hating on him and and hating on the story and hating on me for writing the story. And, uh, you know, but he came out and, and he looked like he was a little bit angry. And uh, he was in there. He didn't smile at anybody. That jaw was set. And uh, you could tell right from the very first question that he had things to say and he was going to say it. And, uh, yeah, you like to see that. Uh, he's He's one of the fiery, emotional guys. And. He said, you know, you don't want a whole bunch of people over there on the sidelines hooting and hollering, but that's who I am. And he was emotional. He said he loved to see DJ get emotional and, and talk to the Georgia Tech player Saturday. So, you know, you, you never know where a spark is going to come from. Maybe it comes from that. Maybe it comes from a senior leader taking, uh, you know, uh, uh, his quarterback and, and, and saying, hey, I'm going to ride or die with this guy or trying to protect him. You never know if it's going to be a quarterback trying to run over a linebacker and then getting up and talking smack. And, and, you know, the coach is protecting them. So I, I liked it. I, I mean, what are you wanting to say? I think people, you know, it's kind of funny. Everybody's like, oh, you know, you need to ask the tough questions. Well, we've asked the tough questions, and the answers don't satisfy people. I think what people really want is is they just want somebody to say, hey, you know what, I'm just absolutely garbage. I'm terrible, and, and quit and walk away in shame, <laughs> and that way they can be happy. And, and like well, I said, you know, hey, that's just not going to happen. Well, I was going to ask you, do you think the fans want the players to and coaching staff to apologize? What is it do you feel like that the fans actually want to hear from the coaches and players that they're not hearing? Yeah, I, you know, I think it's just some form of accountability. You know, I did get a, a, a message. It kind of made a little bit of sense Saturday or maybe it was Sunday. And it said, you know, I just want to hear Tony Elliott say uh, that he didn't get outcoached one game. You know, I'm tired of hearing him say, hey, I got outcoached today or or out schemed. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure that's exactly what he's saying, but, but I get that part of it. We said, well, we didn't recognize that, or we didn't recognize this, or it was something that we hadn't practiced for. Uh, you know, and I think people just want accountability. They, they want somebody to step in and say, Hey, you know what? It was bad. But Dabo has said that. Dabo's like, it wasn't what we yeah. wanted. Tony Elliott has said it. DJ said it. Matt said it. It's not good enough. So, you know, beyond that, I, I don't know what people want or, or expect other than for somebody to, you know, go all Harry carry on us and uh, flip the ceremonial <laughs> sword into their gut. Oh, my goodness. Uh, continuing on with David Hood from TigerNet. Um, you know, David, it's, uh, you know, a three-three-five defense is not, you know, the most creative defense of all times. You know, Clemson has really seen that all three of the first weeks, right? Hey, we're going to drop our guys back. We're going to keep everything in front of us. You're going to have to work the ball down the field, take what we give you type thing. And Clemson has not been able to solve for that at all. And this is a base defense that NC State basically runs as well. So we're going to see it again this weekend. What do you think adjustments are going to be made? And why do you feel like Clemson was surprised uh, when Georgia Tech came out in that, when they'd already seen, I feel like, a lot of that the first two weeks? Yeah, well, they just said that they, they hadn't seen it on Georgia Tech, uh, you know, any of their game film except for a little peak of it last year uh, against Central Florida and just really didn't expect to see it. And, uh, you know, maybe that's an oversight. 
you know, maybe somebody in their, their game planning didn't do a, a good enough job. And, yeah, you're absolutely going to see Tony Gibson up at NC State. He's going to run that Saturday. In fact, you know, and kind of watching them against Mississippi State, I was looking at him, and, you know, there was one point there where they were running man on one side of the field and zone on the other. Uh, you know, he's going to try and confuse people. Uh, DJ told us today, though, hey, you know, we, we, we recognize it now, and he actually broke it down pretty good, talking about how the, the, the cloud coverage, how it works, where the run fits are, who the linebackers are that are coming in for the run fits. Uh, but Matt Balkhorst, I think he put it the best. He said, if other teams want to do that, we're just going to put in our, our hand in the dirt and we're going to go at it. I welcome you to do it. Buckle up. And, and again, that's what you want to hear somebody say. Now, the second part of that is now that you've said it, now you got to go do it. Now you got to go out and back it up. And if it's another terrible performance, then, you know, the words are empty and they're meaningless and the fans have a, an absolute right to be mad. We've got David Hood from Tiger Net uh, really giving us some nice insight into Clemson football right now. David, uh, if I put you on the spot and said if you had to take, you know, two or three things that are causing the issues on offense and rank them, right? I mean, is it offensive line play? Is it quarterback play? Is it play calling from the coaches? What do you feel like the biggest issue is right now? Or is that a completely unfair question and it really is three or four different things? Yeah, I, I truly don't think it's it's one big thing. I think that with DJ, I think the poor play of the offensive line, especially early against Georgia, shook his confidence. I, I really do. And I think he's been a little bit happy-footed back there in the pocket. and uh, Sometimes happy, foot, happy feet, sometimes holding the ball too long. But I think that that shook his confidence. I think his receivers can help him out a whole lot more. Uh, you know, there's more than a few times going back and watching it, I see wide receivers break off routes, and I have no idea why they're doing that. Uh, the offensive line has to play better. And, and then, you know, even Tony Elliott, he, he needs to, to do a better job of, to me, you know, kind of take all the thinking out of it, man. Quick hitters, you know, run a slant, run a stick. I, I understand, you know, that there are different coverages that you don't throw deep against. Run a bang eight. Hadn't seen that in forever. Or, or excuse me, skinny post. Uh, you know, run that once or twice and see if you can loosen things up, make it the quick game, kind of take it out of his hands, take the thinking out of it, just let it be football. And I'm, I'm sure those guys are, are going to try and, and do that Saturday. Continuing on with David Hood from TigerNet. Uh, David, and again, I understand the safety element of this, and I will recognize that before I ask the question, but which is worse, weather delay from a lightning strike that is ten, you know, 9.8 miles away that lasts two hours or targeting calls in college football? You have to pick one. Which is worse? Because they're both horrible. I hate the targeting calls in college football. I truly do. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you see kids, because it's so subjective in that, you know, a, a guy may be going in with his head one way, but the defender lowers his head or, you know, falls into the strike zone or something like that, and then you have a collision. You know, maybe he's aiming for somewhere else, and it happens, and then a guy gets thrown out. It's in the second half. Well, he has to miss the first half of the next game, or, you know, he has to get thrown out in this game and miss the rest of it, no matter when he's when he's tossed. And it just – it. It's just kind of ridiculous. And, you know, what game was it I was watching the other night where, um, you know, they called, oh, it was South Carolina and East Carolina. You know, and South Carolina was called for like five targeting fouls in the first half, and all of them on review 
were overturned. And, and you just go, oh, my gosh, why are we stopping the game again for this? Um, you know, I kind of feel like it's one of those things that, you know, it needs to be buzzed down from the booth if, if they see something. Uh, otherwise, just leave it alone and maybe, you know, if a guy gets called for it, hey, that's your first personal foul today. Uh, let's go in for a second one. It's too harsh and too much game stoppage. And, you know, as bad as the lightning delays were, and, uh, you know, I thought it was kind of funny, but not funny that the Georgia Tech de- de- defensive lineman, you know, his shoe falls off and he gets up and starts sprinting, really good sprint, by the way, to the sideline. And they wave <laughs> him back on. They're like, no, get back in there. And so he sprints all the way back to the, you know, to the line and he sees he's not going to get that shoe on in time. And, and he goes, oh, my hamstring, you know, and falls down and, and rolls around. And they come out. And then when he stands up, he jogs to the sideline. Uh, <sighs> you know, and there you go, another delay. And, and it happened right in front of an official. And you're going, dude, you know, come on, man, throw the flag. Like, <laughs> I know. Another stoppage here. <laughs> That was uh, that was unbelievable as we're wrapping things up with uh, David Hood from TigerNet. All right, I'm going to end on two positive notes. Will Shipley, you know, fumble on the safety aside. Will Shipley's been playing really well, and I've been very pleased with what I've seen from him. I'm guessing you agree with me. Yeah, you know, you, you knew kind of uh, back in the spring when observers at scrimmages would say, you know, I'd say, hey, you know, I know you got to watch it. Who impressed you? Boy, that number one. Will Shipley, he's he's going to come on. Uh, he's going to come on hard, and uh, he, he just plays. I mean, he just runs hard. And and I asked him, you know, the other night. I said he told me during the recruiting process. He said I'm not a 20 to 25 carry a game guy. You know, I like to go out in the slot. I like to catch passes. But if you're wanting to be the, you know, want me to be that every down back, probably not me. Well, then he goes out in his third game. He gets 20 carries, you know, for 88 <laughs> yards. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, he said you were an every down back, but you looked pretty good to me. And he and he broke out into a big grid and said, yeah, you know, and, and he felt good at the end of the game. So I think that they are, uh, I think they're going to continue to to use him and use Covey Pace. As, you know, they're they're a nice one two punch, uh, kind of a nice tandem there, and uh, you know, maybe mixing some of the other guys. But yeah, I would like to see him get involved in the passing game a little bit more. They were going to run that wheel route to him on that second play against Georgia. And, uh, you know, the pass got knocked down the line of scrimmage. I'd like to see them get him involved in the passing game some. Yeah, I would as well. And uh, Shipley, if you have not heard, I know you've heard, David, but for the people listening, he was Rookie of the Week for the second straight week. I think that was well-deserved. And then ACC Linebacker of the Week was a dadgum war daddy in the game against Georgia Tech, Levanta Bentley. Is he starting again this? I mean, how do you how, do, how can a guy come on in a substitute role and play that well? And not start again the very next week. There's going to be an issue, I guess, uh, trying to decide who you throw out there. But Bentley definitely earned some more playing time. Boy, did, didn't he? You know, and that's that's one of the things I was watching through the glasses, and I saw him run out there, and I'm like, well, I hope you know. First of all, that nothing's wrong with Balin because that's a war daddy too. You know, Balin oh, yeah. Sector played so good against Georgia, uh, but Balin wasn't able to go. But man, Bentley last year was it? You know, I guess it was against Miami in that game. He had to come in and. He had to play some significant snaps, and every time he hit somebody, uh, you know, man, they feel it. And you remember the hit he put on Zamir White against Georgia? Uh, Mm -hmm. And I asked Golski about that today. I said, man, he comes with bad intentions. Golski laughed and said, you know, yeah, he likes to lay the wood to people out here. You know, there's no doubt about it. He can can definitely pop somebody, and and I think he does. He deserves more playing time. I agree with you. David uh, Hood from TigerNet, before uh, you get out of here, what kind of content do you have planned before the Tigers make their way up to Raleigh on Saturday? 
Oh, just, uh, gosh, so much. We've got, uh, you know, obviously the prediction will come. Got a great story about uh, uh, bloody Jamie Skalski uh, coming off the field <laughs> late Saturday and the, the win yep. that, you know, they, they had to have down there on the goal line. And how does the pit game in 2016 tie into that? Uh, you know, we're, we're going to have, of course, Dabo Sweeney tomorrow. Uh, player interviews all week. Got some great stuff coming from Tony Elliott, some great stuff coming from DJ Uyangalale, Pacek and Profit will be out Thursday. So, you know, just kind of your typical game week. Love it. And uh, that's your Halloween costume. Bloody Jamie Skalski right there. Bloody Jamie Skalski. What a great photo uh, my boss took Saturday. Uh, yeah, that was. Awesome. That's an all-timer. Uh, he'll be and, signing uh, plenty know, of those, and that one will be, yeah, that'll be hanging on some walls uh, in people's houses over the years. <laughs> David Hood, thanks for your time, man. I know you've had a long day. I appreciate you squeezing me in late in the day, okay? All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Great stuff, as always, our friend David Hood at Tiger Nets. And, again, I think framing it in the proper way. There's absolutely things to be concerned about. Clemson can fix them. The question is, will they fix them? So we'll continue to talk about that. I will also open up the phone lines for the final segment of the show coming up after this. That's 864-654-7627 if you want to get in now. This is the Mark Childress Show. According to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com radio, like where this ad plays. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Yes, radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Get 0 for 72 on a new F-150 at Fairway Ford. That's right. For a limited time, get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2021 Ford F-150 pickups. While they're still available, choose from in-stock trucks and get 0 for 72 or special order your new 2021 F-150 and lock in 0 for 72 for when it's delivered. Don't miss the best deals of the year on in-stock and special order F-150s today at Fairway Ford, where we're always open at fairwayford.com. I'm Dr. Frank Armacita, orthopedic surgeon with the Surgery Center at Pelham. I grew up in Clemson and graduated from Clemson University, and in the upstate, we are neighbors. If your joints are worn out after years of golf, tennis, cycling, running, or weekend warrior activities, I believe our team at the Surgery Center at Pelham can make a difference in your life. We revolutionize the same-day total knee and same-day total hip replacement surgery. You'll be walking out the very same day and back home safely that night. Learn more online at surgerycenteratpelham.com. 
Sleep tight and don't let the bed bugs bite. That was once just a nursery rhyme, but not so much anymore. Now you can find them just about everywhere, from homes to hotels to even hospitals. At Clark's, we will find the bed bugs and present a plan to eliminate those nightmarish creatures. If you suspect that you have bed bugs, give us a call and set up a free estimate. And don't forget, we have one of the best pest and termite control programs in the business. Call us at 864-233-2847 or visit us at clarkspest.com today. When your vehicle suffers a mishap, be it an accident, a door dent, or a hailstorm, take it to the George Coleman Ford Collision Center. It's just like their sales and service I've told you about. The same family, the same rated online reviews, the same integrity. It doesn't matter whether you're paying for it or insurance is. The George Coleman Ford Collision Center offers dent, collision, and glass repairs and has a full-service mechanic. No added fees and 100% guaranteed. Call 610-2655. You'll thank me later. What do bird dogs and lizards have in common? They're some of the fine eats at the chicken basket. That's right. And the most delicious fried chicken, too. Give us a try or give us a call. The Chicken Basket, Highway 24 in Anderson, 226-3242. When Greg Wales started Kia We Financial, he wanted to make sure that relationships were a true priority. Through tough times, life celebrations, and everything in between, being there for individual investors, business owners, and retirees through every stage of life has remained his top priority through regular and open communication, financial education, and guidance along the way. Whatever financial goals you hope to achieve, call Kia We Financial today for a free consultation at 864-654-5043. Securities and advisory services offered through the Strategic Financial Alliance Incorporated, otherwise unaffiliated with Kia We Financial. Want more ACC sports? And want to hear from some really cool guests? Kelly Gramlich here. Check out my new podcast with Eric McLean. Gramlich and McLean, available anywhere you get your podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Buying a vehicle is a big decision, and Edwards Auto in Walhalla is here to help you through every step of the car buying process. Whether it's new or used, your vehicle is there for you day in and day out and transports some of the most precious cargo. Your family, Edwards Ford, offers big store expertise and knowledge you need in a low-pressure sales environment with mom-and-pop values, doing business the right way for over 60 years. Visit Edwards Auto and experience the difference. Edwards Ford, located at 3440 Blue Ridge Boulevard in Walhalla. Whether it's lunchtime, dinner time, or sometime in between, your pie Clemson has cheesy signature pastas, freshly made pizzas, paninis, refreshing salads, and gelato, sure to satisfy your cravings. Visit your pie from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily at 111 Earl Street, downtown Clemson, where you can dine on the patio or order to go. Their staff has implemented extra precautions to make sure your dining experience is as health-conscious and delicious as possible. It's fresh and just the way you like it. We'll see you at your pie Clemson. Hey, Tiger fans, your local Boys Camp Thrift Stores in Seneca and Westminster need your items to help bring hope and healing to boys in need through counseling, therapy, and life skills training. Donate your items for resale or shop their wide selection of gently used items at a great price. When you donate or shop with the Boys Camp Thrift Store, you're changing lives. Call today for a free large item donation pickup, like furniture and appliances, at 822-734-822-734. You can also visit fairplaycamp.org for store hours, volunteer opportunities, and more. For over 30 years, one family has owned and operated Roto-Rooter, helping thousands of home and business owners like you. That's what they do 24-7, 365, with a real voice to talk to when your plumbing issues become their plumbing issues. Rest easy knowing Roto-Rooter is there for you. Serving the upstate and western North Carolina for over 30 years. 288-7686, rotorooter.com. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And the weight trebles down the drain. Hey, 
didn't have to go to college to be a college sports fan. Get all our college football coverage all day right here. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar. Touchdown! Where every day is game day. Welcome back in. Final segment of the Mark Childress Show. We'll be taking you up to the top of the hour, and then I'll be handing it over to Dabo and Don for Tiger Calls. It's, you can't miss it, folks. Every week, Dabo's either going to tell you a funny story, he's going to give you a nugget of information you don't know about the team yet or one of the players or things like that. You definitely want to check that out. Vibe Broadband phone lines are open for this last segment as well. If you want to jump in, 864-654-7627. What you think about what David Hood had to say? I liked it. And I think David is doing a really good job of framing how things are with the team right now and where things stand. And right now it's not great. Well, first of all, the defense is great. Special teams has been, I think, perfectly fine so far for the most part. Um, and uh, the punting unit, for instance, has been really good. Obviously, you don't want to have to punt the ball a lot, but Spires has been doing great this season. But the offense clearly has some issues, and I don't think it is one thing. And David Hood said the same, right? I'm like, David, rank it, right? Is it the offensive line? Is it quarterback play? Is it wide receiver play? Is it play calling? And he said what I agree to as well. I think it's a bunch of things. And you factor in all of the talent that Clemson lost from last season, and not getting off to a very quick start. And there you have it. I still feel really good. You know, the offense is going to have to play better if Clemson's going to run the table this year. But I do feel good about Raleigh this weekend. And even though that has been a house of horrors in the past for Clemson, the last couple of times it has not been, I do not think NC State is a great football team by any means. It's a team that lost. And it wasn't really even close to Mississippi State two weeks ago. Mississippi State turned around and lost to Memphis. And Memphis scored a lot more points against Mississippi State than NC State did. And they've lost their two best defenders, including their top defender, who was first-team All-ACC last year, is out. So Clemson, you would think, should be able to take advantage of that from the offensive perspective. The defense has got to give up a touchdown or two at some point, right? I mean, it's historic. I think it was the first time since the 90s and then the 50s that Clemson had gone the first three games without giving up an offensive touchdown. And it doesn't happen very often. And I think only four teams now have done it in like the last 15 years in college football, and Clemson is one of them. So they're going to give up some points at some point. Um, are you going to have to win the game 17 to 13 to escape from Raleigh? If you do, then that's not a good thing. You're going to have to find a way to put more points on the board. I truly do feel like Clemson's going to figure out a way to do that, whether it is just turning into a run-focused team. Listen, if you're running a 3-3-5, which we expect, I mean, that's basically the base defense for the Wolfpack anyway. You're only going to have six guys in the box. You might be able to spread them out even more with wide receivers. That is like all systems go for running the football. You heard David talk about Bockhorst and how fired up he was today, how upset the offensive line is. I think they're a little bit embarrassed and a little bit angry. The whole offense is about how things have been going so far. So what a great way to send a message by going up to NC State 
and just road grading the Wolf Pack and putting up like 250, 300 yards of rushing, that would cure a lot of ills right now. You got Boston College coming to town in two weeks, and I'm not looking ahead. If Dabo, Dabo may be sitting there ready for Tiger Call saying, who's this children's clown talking about two weeks from now? If you do look at Boston College game, it doesn't look like Phil Dracovic is going to play, who's their all-world quarterback. You can find a way to continue to put W's on the board while you get better on offense. And it can absolutely happen. And this is a team, if you look back over the last six, eight, ten years, Clemson plays better as the season progresses. Clemson peaks late in the season and going into the postseason. That's the way Dabo works it. Clemson's always had a vanilla playbook early in the season. It's not unusual that they have a vanilla playbook now. But since they're not being as successful, it's a little bit of something to be frustrated and upset about. So it's going to be interesting. I do feel good about the Wolfpack this weekend. Wish the game was at home and not on the road, but uh, there you have it. Should be good stuff all around. Hey, a couple of other things that are on my mind here before we get out of here. Atlanta Braves. If you're a Braves fan like me, are you nervous? Are you confident? Essentially two and a half weeks of the season left, 13, 14 games uh, for the Phillies and the Braves. Atlanta has a two-game lead over Philadelphia right now. And the next four games for the Braves, extremely winnable. You're playing one of the worst teams in baseball. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks, and you've got them for four games. Braves absolutely have to win three out of these four games, and getting all four would be fantastic. Now, Phillies don't have it a whole lot harder. Phillies, three games with the Orioles, and then four with Pittsburgh. So they really have seven games coming up against two of the worst teams in baseball. These are must-win for Atlanta, even going 2-2 in Arizona, and it's going to be very difficult because after that, the Braves are going to go to San Diego, and the Padres are fighting for a playoff position right now, and then the big one. I mean, you're really looking at early next week, Philadelphia Phillies coming to Atlanta with the season on the line. Whichever team can win two out of three or all three of those games are going to be the big winners. And um, they're going to win the division. Still feel really good about the Braves. They're throwing Enoa tonight. And again, the biggest change here in the last 10 days, Atlanta pitchers, starting pitching has not been bad, but they've been giving up a lot of runs early in games. I mean, I think they went on a stretch about a week ago where they gave up a run in the first inning, I want to say five or six games in a row, and they're forcing them from playing uh, to play from behind. And that's got to change. And hopefully the bats will come to life a little bit. Again, you're playing one of the worst teams in football, or in baseball. Find away Braves. So that when I jump on the, the air a week from now, you'll be going into that Philly series, hopefully with at least a two-game lead. Maybe you can build that out even more. Also, coming up this weekend, it's my favorite golf event. It only happens once every two years. It starts on Friday. I'll have to tape it or something, I guess, on Saturday because I'll be watching the Clemson game, of course. But we are talking about the Ryder Cup an event that has been dominated by the Europeans for the last 20 years or so. I am not super confident. It's here in the United States. You'll have the crowd factor. It's at Whistling Straits. If you look on paper, but again, if you look on paper in probably all 10 of the last Ryder Cups, the Americans always have the stronger team on paper. But the Europeans always play more as a team, it feels like. And they find a way to win it. So I will be glued to my television on Friday, glued to my television on Sunday, watching the Ryder Cup, and then, of course, watching the Tigers play on Saturday. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens 
America really needs a win. They really do. Captain Steve Stricker. He's got Phil Mickelson and uh, Fred Couples as some of his co-captains. I, I like the leadership aspect of it. I like the team that's been selected. Um, I don't like some of the comments that have been coming out from Brooks Kepka and a little bit from Bryson that those are the two guys that should be two of the top three players for the United States. And it feels like both of those guys aren't focused on the team aspect of it yet. But I could be surprised. It's going to be really interesting. And it's just an amazing golf event, right? And it's so much fun to watch. I cannot wait to be able to see that this weekend. All right, folks, thank you so much for hanging out with me again every Monday night from 7 to 8. I bridge the gap between Walt Deptula and Tiger Calls. You will have Dabo and Don Tiger Calls at the top of the hour. I will be heading out of here, turning on uh, the Braves later tonight. Hopefully they can find a way to beat Arizona. And I'll be thinking all week about what is happening on Saturday night as Clemson goes up to visit the NC State Wolfpack. This has been... The Mark Childress Show. Well, I got the notion, girl, that you got some suntan lotion in that bottle of yours. Spread it all over my peeling skin, baby. That feels real good. All the skirts laughing up the sun. Broadcasting live from the Priority One Security Studios, WCCP 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT, 1560 Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg, the upstate's number one choice for sports. We are the Roar. Your calls with head coach Dabo Sweeney, presented by ClemsonTigers.com. Brought to you by Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Whether you're in the stands, at the tailgate, or in your living room, nothing goes better with football than Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax.